are listening to the This Incarnation Podcast with Michaela Burgess. Welcome to my incarnation. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> Stop. Hi guys, so welcome to the podcast. It's currently like 2.40 a.m. and I'm babysitting, but I'm trying to stay awake. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to do something that I enjoy doing, which is recording a podcast. So hello and welcome to episode six of the This Incarnation podcast by me, Michaela Burgess. Follow me on my social media if you want. We're going to, bro, we need to talk about Shane fucking Dawson. Because what the fuck? Hello? Why is he back, right? I I genuinely think it's insane, like, the overwhelming support that he's getting. But also, I realize that it's not that overwhelming compared to the success that he had before. Because Shane Dawson was getting, like, 50 million views of video or some shit like that. It was crazy. I remember that. But now, the videos of him returning only at, like, a million views, right? Because people are like, I'm not even going to go to his channel. I'm not even going to go and watch it. So I think it's a really big dip, but also like dude just got to stay home for a year and make money. And in his new video, he's like victimizing himself. And yeah, you tried to like, you know, K word yourself. I mean, that sucks, you know, but also you did shitty stuff. Um, it's just, it's fucked up. (laughs) All of it, honestly. I mean... I don't think people should have been sending him death threats, but I see why the hell they would. I mean, literally the list of the things that he did was so long. I'm just going to name a few off of the top of my head. Fucking a cat. <laughs> That's not funny, actually. That's very not. Oh, shit, my neck. Oh, my God, guys. I just laid the wrong way, and what the fuck? Oh, my God, my neck. Oh, Jesus. I'm back. Damn, that was like instant karma, bruh. <laughs> that was like instant karma. Okay, yeah, he might have fucked the cat. We don't know. That's Everything I say in this podcast is alleged. I don't know shit. Nothing I'm talking about is all opinion. I don't know nothing. But trying to save my ass. <laughs> but like, allegedly he fucked the cat. Really weird fucking videos of him with little children and talking about little children. Showing little children weird things, really weird videos of those things, and the comments he made about Willow Smith when she was 11, I think, maybe nine. I don't know. She was really fucking young. It was just weird. Didn't he like jerk off to her photo or some shit? Or like fake do it? I don't care what era you're in or who you are. That's not fucking normal. And Shane Dawson, if you listen to this, that, that shit's not fucking normal. How the hell are you supposed to heal from that? How you. I really question though, how is he gonna, how can you grow from these things? Because if we think of like racism, oh oh yeah, he also did blackface a lot and made really fucking racist jokes. I mean, it was really bad. And and it wasn't just like a one time thing or a two time thing or even a fucking three time thing. There was like a lot of content like that. And it makes you question because think of, okay. There was a situation with this guy who he met up with the the leader of the KKK or whatever. This was old. It it was like a TikTok that I watched about it. He met up with the leader of the KKK. They literally became friends in some weird, weird way. Um, and they became friends. Even as they were friends, the leader of the KKK was still like, you're beneath me. He was still like, you're racist. Like, he was still racist. He was still like, you as a black person is beneath me, but we are friends. And so that shows you how deeply rooted racism goes 
once that shit is in your brain. So you, Shane Dawson, mean to tell me that you just, ma- I mean, magically, you know, aren't racist anymore. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that people can't become, like, unracist, you know, from their past and stuff like that. But even just in the way that he presented himself and, I guess, the quote-unquote apology that he made about those things, he didn't even really, I guess, address it completely and say how it was wrong. He didn't even give us a quota on how he began to heal it. Like, I feel like if he was really serious about, I guess, apologizing in a way, he would say how he began to heal it in, like, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like it's really easy to fake being not racist you know it's so easy to be to fake being not racist but your incredibly racist past is definitely gonna come up and bite you in the ass like it like obviously like like it just did in this past year you know but the animal shit he did was just weird i mean dude what is with the thing for animal that's weird as fuck and again is that something you can unlearn like, if you feel sexually attracted to animals, allegedly, allegedly, I gotta say allegedly, if you feel sexually attracted to animals, dude, what the fuck, you know? Like, how do you unlearn that? Is that even something you can, like, unlearn? And if you unlearn it, if you unlearned it, why didn't you even acknowledge it? I mean, of course, that's an embarrassing thing to acknowledge, but you were exposed. So fucking acknowledge it and acknowledge the weird things about the little kids. And that's another thing I don't like about Shane Dawson is he's coming back and saying you need to forgive me in like like in his new video he was like we forgiving this household okay bitch but what are we forgiving huh why don't you sit down and show us the list and let's let's run through the list of what we're forgiving let's talk about it because one thing you didn't do was fucking talk about it you didn't talk about like any of that shit you know like Okay, you said, oh, I did a few little racist things and da-da-da. Nah, let's talk about the blackface. Let's talk about the comments. Let's talk about the animals, the children. And I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like he did something else that I'm not remembering. But, bitch, I don't know. It's just, it was not, no. Fuck no. I don't don't fuck with Shane Dawson. Shane Dawson, if you're hearing this, I don't fuck with you. And I know you're going to be like, oh, well, I know people aren't everyone's not gonna forgive bitch how can i forgive you when you haven't even acknowledged everything that you have done how can i even begin to forgive you i feel like this is me like expressing how i feel but i i don't even think i've ever expressed how i feel about him verbally like in depth like this um because i used to be a fan like i really wanted to meet him like ugh. and and i hate that the era before him getting exposed was so good to me I mean, I really enjoy his videos with him and Andrew and Garrett. Even the ones with Drew, but I came after that, I think. I just, God, I I really miss that era, and I hate to say it because he was supposed to be such a bad person, but I really do miss that because it, his videos brought me a lot of, like, peace and, like, togetherness and my humor, you know? But then he turned out to be a horrible fucking person with a shitty past. And even and even shittier present, he even kept selling the merch while he's on break. And I think even still now, he's still selling the merch. Like, still selling the merch that um, had racist undertones. And that was, no, not even undertones, it was literally fucking racist. Still making money off of it. And he knows that he's still making money off of it. So how, how, how much have you really changed? Have you just changed for the money? Changed for brand deals? 
because <laughs> it's not it's not giving what you think you're giving. And no, we do not need to forgive in this household. Also, what the fuck was the new series? He's just uh, is Shane Dawson really gonna make horror movies, dude? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> he really gonna make horror movies? I feel like he would make some shit like Karen. You know the new Karen movie? I feel like that's some shit Shane Dawson would. Pre- that's literally, ah, that's literally some shit. Sh- <laughs> that's literally some shit Shane Dawson would produce indirect um so that's my shit on shane dawson returning i mean fuck him we don't want it like i mean shane dawson if you're hearing it we don't want it go please you have enough money to stay off the internet forever we don't need the presence and also that cat that you were gonna adopt i think in mexico or something i'm so happy for that cat i'm so happy his ass stayed in mexico i'm so happy he did not go home with you (laughs) that's a little harsh no it's not fuck you allegedly (laughs) let me stop um bro next thing i want to talk about squid game that shit fucking amazing so i think it's been like maybe three weeks now since the show has been out and it's i think it's still at number one it might be i don't know but the show did amazing i mean it was an amazing show to watch korean writers always hit the fucking spot they're always on the dot with their writing and the details and the development the character arcs um even watching the contrast between train to busan and squid games i mean just excellent writing like oh my god it's so wonderful i love korean like um artistry when it comes to like shows and movies and stuff like that um i only watched one K drama and it was nevertheless and I didn't even finish it. I didn't finish it because I ended up mixing up an episode and then I got kind of sad. But I might rewatch it just for the aesthetics of it. I'm going to rewatch it just for the aesthetics of it because it really put me in a great mood. It was really therapeutic to watch. So if you haven't watched, nevertheless, go watch it. I mean, the story plot isn't that amazing, but, you know, it's a K-drama. You know, like a lovey-dovey soap. It's like a soap opera. You know, soap operas suck, but they're amazing, you know. But Squid Game, fucking amazing. I mean, oh my god, the development. I absolutely love number sixty nine, or is it sixty seven? Number sixty seven, absolutely love her. In real life too, I don't want to say her name wrong, so I'm just not gonna say it. But I'm just saying number sixty seven because I don't even know her name for real. Absolutely an amazing actor. I mean, I was watching a behind the scenes clip of her acting in that one scene with the girl. When she was saying, like, don't do this or whatever. And literally when they said cut, she had to recollect herself. And it took her moments. And I was thinking, guys, I want to go into acting and shit like that. But I feel so much emotion. And I feel emotion so heavily. So I wonder if I could truly do that. And how I would be affected, like, if I did do it. But I guess I guess we'll see. I'm definitely going to do a movie at some point, regardless. So, hey, Squiz Game Season 2. Squid Game USA. They need to make a fucking Squid Game, like, ghetto black version. Or ghetto and black is not synonymous, but you know what I mean. Like, black ghetto version. That should be funny as fuck. With the crates and shit. Or Uno. Oh, my God. Bro, man, Kayla. Jesus. I need it. I really need it. That shit would be hilarious. Ugh. But they're probably not going to do that. I mean, why would they do that? But I would love to see it. But it was a really amazing show. Bro, I really wanted 
well, I really like how they did the, you know, the two people, the man and the lady that was in the bathroom in that scene. I really like how they did that. But I wanted a villain love story. I just really wanted a fucking villain love story. Like, where they truly fall in love with each other. But in the end, they did, like, dive with the hatred between one another. So there's some sort of relationship, you know? But I, w- I would have loved to see, like, a fucking villain love story or villain love arc. You know, where they really fall in love and then betray each other. Because they didn't even really fall in love. They just fell into, like, loneliness, I guess. Because it was just them and they could have died the next day you know but again it doesn't matter because the writing is really fucking good i can't believe it was the fucking old man that shit made me angry his ass played the most fucking games out the show like literally played the made the game like uh this is why i don't trust old people <laughs> that's why i don't trust old people wasn't it like a petition thing to get rid of old people i don't agree with that i was just saying it's a really funny thing that happened oh that's my sister hold on guys Sorry, guys, I got distracted, but yeah, I I don't condone killing old people. I was just kidding. Like, that was a joke. Um, No, not that. That wasn't a joke, but the part, you know what I'm trying to say, damn. Um, But Squid Game is honestly a really great show. I think I I don't like the fact that the old man never saw at the end the homeless person get help and that he died still in that mindset and he still died thinking like you know that the world was evil and that you know what he was doing was okay like I feel like him not seeing the homeless guy get help at the end really solidified his thought pattern with all of it um and all that so I would have loved for him to actually see it but also, I guess it makes it more sadder that he never saw it. And it acts more of an effect. But I would have loved for him to just, you know, see it. And then at the very end, he still did not put his daughter first. Like, you're doing everything, every all of the shit, and you still can't put your daughter first. Also, the fact that he stayed, like, he didn't use the money for a year. All those people died for you to not use the money. Like, that's so fucking stupid. And how are you supposed to take down... Uh, like operation, an international operation that's been happening since the 80s. I mean the 80s. Are you kidding me? Season two better be off the chain. Like I, I have nothing but grand expectations for season two. And I, I would love to see how they follow it up too. I mean, think of the pressure on the writers. Like, bro, that's so much pressure. I'm so glad that I'm not a Netflix writer because like, that's a lot to have to live up to like you got to live up to season one and make season two even better you know but I definitely think they can do it like I said uh the Korean writers that wrote the show are so talented so I really think that they, they can do it you know but I'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast here guys it's a little later from when I was like first talking so honestly I'm a little tired but I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in my next one bye